0: enjoy the show. Welcome to today's episode and today we'll be talking about the importance of creating art from the heart but before we get on to that we want to say a big thank you to our latest Kofi supporters who are Mary McSween, Belinda Larmor, Claudia, Retro Static Radio, Peter H, Maureen Ballard, Michael Beckett, Adrian and Marcia Furman. We both really appreciate your support so much. Not only does it help us towards the costs of running in the Creatives, which helps us to keep doing what we're doing, but it also shows that you like what we're doing. So big thank you to you. And we also want to thank everybody who's been sharing their work with us on social media. And it's always hard to pick out just one or two. And this one of this month's challenges is um, uh, 31 Animals August. Oh, my God. <laughs> Everyone has gone mad for it, haven't they, it's just hundreds and hundreds of posts every day. It's amazing. Um, there's one, though, I loved, and I particularly love this because it's um, an animal I love. Andrew King, he did a watercolour of a great white shark. And you know how much I love sharks. And it's always been a dream of mine to get in the water with a great white. So I particularly love that. Uh Nikki Beasley, she's been doing some really fun and quirky animal drawings, all with fun little captions, and I've been loving those. And uh, have you seen those, Tara? Yeah, I've actually got her on my list to mention. Oh, have you? Yeah. <laughs> she did a hippo one, yes, was it, was yeah, it yesterday? That's I had noted down as well. I loved it. I really loved it. I just, I just think they're so, um, they're just uplifting, aren't they, with the little little sort of human it's a bit different, different isn't it? Yeah, she's kind of humanised them, I and they're always really bright, Fun colours as well So yeah I like looking out for those Gabriella Pop Well I don't think she has missed A single day's drawing since she joined the group And uh, I'm pretty sure she was with us Very early on wasn't she From pretty much the beginning And she's got a way of making every challenge Every month, put a kind of twist on what she's already doing. And this month it was um the August Trio Challenge or the three primaries. So hats off to Gabriella, she's been great. So what about you? What's caught your eye? Well, Nikki as well, like you
1: mentioned. Yeah. And then Michael Beckett, he's been doing some really great animal drawings and I really like his panda. And I was looking through a few of those today on Instagram. Yeah. Uh then Jenny Downing and I really liked a loose pen drawing she did of a friend's dog. That was really cute.
0: Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, what is happening with you? What new stuff? Um Naked painting?
1: Yeah. Yeah. What you've been painting someone naked or you've been naked when you're painting?
0: Yeah, no, I mean I'm naked while I'm painting. Oh right. Painting with no clothes on. Yeah. Part of an apron.
1: Yeah,
0: why? It's, well, how hot is it in Northamptonshire at the moment? How hot is it there? Because here it's like 33, sometimes 34 degrees. Well,
1: you didn't show that on your Instagram. You had clothes on for that, didn't you? <laughs> God, imagine
0: the followers.
1: <laughs> or imagine either that, that or all followers. the followers would disappear.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is not to complain or anything, because I am so lucky to have a studio. I really am but it is south-facing and it is literally like standing on the surface of the sun in there. It's so hot. And you asked me earlier, didn't you, did you get any painting done at the weekend? Well, yeah, I did. I got an hour because it just got so hot. And, oh, gosh. But you weren't it's... really
1: painting naked, were you?
0: Yeah. No, you weren't. I was. No, you I had my. I had my apron on. But I had no clothes on underneath. Oh. You should try it; it's really quite no. liberating. No. Have you never done oh, that before? No. <laughs> Everything would just wobble too much. I'm afraid. <laughs> oh, honestly, it's just this heat, though. It really has, in all honesty, it's, it's affected how much I can paint because you know your, your hands are sweating. You can't hold on the to the brush, the paints, even though they're oils. It's it's really strange; they stiffen up much quicker than they normally would, and oh gosh it's just i don't know how australians do it i i've spoke i remember speaking to um tracy fletcher king about this she's one of my australian friends and she was saying that you know in in certain times of the year it gets so humid that you just can't hold on to your brush and mm. i know what she means now because we're just not this has probably been the hottest hottest temperatures i think we've had for, for a long, long time years. Yeah. Even, even though we've had a couple of really hot and long summers recently you know the last couple of years really this has been something else <laughs> So, yes. Oh, and um, do you know what else is new? No. Naked podcasting. Oh, no.
1: Please don't tell me. Please don't tell me that. I've got horrible pictures in my head now.
0: (laughs) This is why we don't do it on video. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't believe you. I hope
1: nobody has to sit in that chair after you've finished.
0: (laughs) So, what about you? I I was going to say, honestly, in all seriousness, that is the reason why I have not been able to do much Painting because just I, I I can't it's just too hot been too busy so, um,
1: getting naked by the sound
0: of it. <laughs> I'm doing a felicity fears oh by the way, anyone who wants to know what's going on with Felicity fears she's in rehab. who oh, is she yeah 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 okay. so. anyways, yes, what's new with you well no nakedity is that that's a word you've been, on you've my, been
1: Yeah, but you've been painting nudity, haven't you? Oh, yes, I've been doing quite a lot of nudity painting. Um, I've been doing a lot of online life drawing on Zoom. uh, And I really love it, actually. Not all of it's been naked. Some of it is clothed. I've actually just written a a blog post about it that I'm going to post at some point. I've been saying I was going to do it for ages. So that, yeah, I really want... Because, you know, we can't get out and draw people at the moment. So I thought... Uh, uh, I don't like masks on, so then nobody would have a face. Yeah, so I thought... Well, you know, it's the second best thing, isn't it? If I can do that, and at least it's kind of a, I know it's not real because you're still looking at a screen, but it's live, so the person is there and they're modelling, so I'm really mm. liking that. And, oh, I did do some urban sketching, which I think I told you about before, with someone from the North Ants Urban Sketching Group. Uh, we just went out, and it was building so, so not so not so good, but...
0: Mm. But it was it was okay. Uh, I should send you a few a few pictures of me in in my um in just my apron. Yes, That'd be lovely. And then you don't have to do all these um online life drawing classes. Yeah. No,
1: but they're live, and I don't really want to draw you live posing <laughs> naked in your apron. Thank you. So what else? I've oh, also been doing some more abstract faces, but I've been actually you know I sort of I found my style, or I think I have, but I still yeah. wanting to push it in different ways yeah. i've noticed you've been still experimenting yeah you can't resist. I, can't, I can't resist it's, it's weird but i keep coming back because even though i experiment i still like that core style better yes. but i still feel like i'd like to push it a little bit more abstract even still and um i've actually got deb weir's course to do i've started watching it and i was gonna sort of play with that a little bit uh, i don't want it to well i love deb weir's work but obviously i don't want it to look like Deb's work no, but, no. but just take some kind of inspiration from that I might have a go so yeah we'll see we'll see how that yeah. goes
0: and how how are you coping with, how was it when you went out with um and, and did you sketching buildings and that was it really hot then
1: yeah it was blooming boiling yeah we sat near this uh cafe just a little apartment apart drawing the building rather than people but it was boiling but we did manage to sit in the shade so
0: and do you done. find cuz you you suffer terribly from hay fever don't you Yeah So if anyone's listening and Tara's sniffing all the way through this episode it's cuz she's got it's cuz she's got hay fever and I won't be able to edit all the sniffing out I don't think have you've
1: been hearing <laughs> me sniffing all the time I need to blow my nose now actually
0: <laughs> <laughs> So I was going to say does it affect you more when you when you go outside do you find that or or is it just one of those things that it doesn't matter where you are? Sometimes it's I,
1: really weird because sometimes you go out. So, for example, I was out with her and we were sketching and I'd be
0: fine. But then when I
1: get back home, then I'll have a sneezing bit, you know, or yeah. I can't stop. It's, it's very odd. And one of the worst places is when you've been out and then you have a shower. Like, say you've been out and take a dog for a walk. Come in and have yeah. a shower. Then it's like, so obviously it obviously must all be in your hair, all the pollen and stuff.
0: And yeah. And
1: then it's it, it, yeah yeah kind of getting off track with the old art there aren't
0: we we are we are (laughs) well actually what I was going to say about go back to what you were saying about you tend to you love your core painting and you love to experiment but you kind of end up going back yeah to and I think that kind of leads in nicely doesn't it to what today's episode's about because we want to talk about the importance of creating art from the heart which sounds very um Twee, doesn't it but it's really really important it really is by that I suppose what we mean is creating how and what we love to create rather than creating what we think we should be creating or what other people want us to so the more we grow as artists the more we start comparing ourselves to other artists and telling ourselves that we should be doing it how they're doing it doing what they are but what if we don't want to And my personal thoughts on this has always been that it's drawing from the heart that makes our art truly individual. And there's no feeling, you know, like selling a piece of art that you've done purely because you enjoyed doing it. Because that's when you can truly stand back and say that piece is a painting that's come from me. It's not a painting I've been asked to do. I've painted it and somebody else has loved it and bought it but it does sort of take us on to commissions doesn't
1: it and the difference between Mm. doing that and commissions because like you say if you if you do that it's like you've done that for the pleasure of doing it and it's just been amazing because somebody else has loved it and bought it but then when you get on to commissions that's a totally different ball game isn't it i mean i know some people i'm sure they love them but and you know the great thing is you know you're going to get paid paid when you well you hope you're going to get paid when you you (laughs) start anyway um (laughs) But the problem, one of the problems is you could end up drawing or painting things that you don't like, or even if it is in the sphere of the things that you do like, you don't know if someone's going to get a bit critical about it and pick at things. I mean, years ago, I used to do the odd watercolour commission. This was kind of like you know, when I was a teen, and I always used to dread showing the person. So yeah. even if though I was drawing or painting something I liked drawing, it took the kind of spark out of it because all the while I was doing it, I had in my brain, are they going to like it? Are they going to like it? Um, and I did, you remember a little while ago, I did that 10-minute sketch of a dog. I was doing those 10-minute sketches. the time, Yeah. And someone asked me to do their dog. And, of course, I've been doing these things in 10 minutes and then someone gives you a picture of their dog and, and they're not particularly good photos. And I ended up having like doing it three times. So it doesn't end up even becoming profitable because, you know, because it's a 10-minute sketch, you can't charge a fortune for a 10-minute sketch, and then you spend
0: 30 minutes on it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Any pressure, any pressure is, you know, no matter what it is. We've spoken before about when we do our little videos, haven't we, where we can do things absolutely fine. But as soon as the video switches on, it's like you freeze, and you're like, oh, this is really stiff. (laughs) it's just any kind of pressure it just has an effect and but yeah particularly when you know you've got that um when somebody's going to be looking at it and judging it and then having to hand money over for it yeah that really is pressure
1: and the the thing is as well that thing going to be hanging on someone's walls potentially for years isn't it so yeah Yeah. and it's not so bad if you don't ever have to see it again but you still sign it it. just don't sign it (laughs) you still know it's there but the worst thing is if it's someone you know or you you know like even Mm -hmm. like family even if you've done it for free and it's not like a paid work I mean my mum's got stuff on my wall on our walls from years ago and it's just so paid even though they weren't commissions as such it's just so painful to see them now.
0: Don't you just say, say to can you please take them oh, down?
1: I've t- yeah, I've t- said that about some of them before, and she would go, I like it.
0: Yeah, it's funny. I, I, my sister's got some up, and I look at them now and think, oh, my God. Oh, my God, take them down. And um, Are they still she, right she really what? likes them. Hmm? They they I still- don't know that <laughs> of all the things. They're watercolor landscapes. Oh, god! You hate landscapes, and I, yeah, and I don't really work with watercolor no. anymore. I used to, but um, yeah, and yeah, I'm like, oh god. And also, uh, there are a couple of other people I know that have got paintings up, and and you know, they are what they are, but they are not the way I would paint now because they were done years ago. But I don't really feel comfortable enough saying to um those people take it down, it's hideous. Yeah. <laughs> because, it, you know, they're not direct family, if you know what I mean. So yeah. Just sort of like. But, but yeah, but they, you they did have... those, safe for your sister,
1: were mm. you doing that as a
0: purposeful
1: commission for her? No, no, no. no. I did then, it and it? She, really, yeah. like,
0: she really liked it. I was like, oh, you can have that. Yeah, I used to just give stuff away. I, well, I would always give stuff to my family. Anyway. Oh, yeah,
1: well, I didn't actually mean that. What I meant was, did she ask you to paint something specific? no, for her? No. No, no. So yeah.
0: no, 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 no. But one way to avoid a lot of those sort of feelings of of pressure is to do what I do and only take on a commission. And we're talking about commissions at the moment. This isn't what this, this is about, but, you know, it needs to be a part of it. But when I take on a commission, I only take it on if it's something that excites me, something that's in the sort of subject and style that I already do. At least then I know that I'm going to enjoy it and then the outcome is much more likely to be something I'm proud of and I like and I'm happy to sort of hand over. You know, that's not to say that you shouldn't push yourself because commissions often give us the perfect opportunity to do that. And that's, of course, how we grow. But there is a difference between stepping outside of your comfort zone to throwing yourself on a bed of nails. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? And an example of this is when I took on um, but I, I keep speaking about this particular commission um, I should think of another one really but you know the the big marble commission I took on anyone who knows my work will know that marbles is one of my favorite subjects to paint and um, I was really excited to take it on somebody wanted a painting of, of a group of marbles which I'm used to doing and I was really really excited about that but then funny enough they gave me the measurements in what I thought um, was inches it turned out what they were saying um, was actually centimetres. So it turned so out the it was other way around, be, isn't it? the other way around. Well, yeah, what I thought was going to be a, re, a normal size painting that I'm used to doing turned out to be um, like a five foot painting by yeah. three, three and a half foot by five foot or something like, daft like that. And I was like, oh my God, I've never worked that size before. Totally different. Um, but I took that on because I was excited to push myself in that way. I was excited to see, God, I've always wanted to work on a bigger scale this is my opportunity to do that but with a subject that I'm used to painting so I was pushing myself but not you know but only in the way that was good for me not it wasn't like I was suddenly going to be painting a giant landscape (laughs) you know what I mean and you know I've also been asked before to paint subjects like buildings and landscapes I remember once um, somebody asked me to paint a watercolor of their local church but I wouldn't I just wouldn't even entertain the idea because you know I I just know that I would not enjoy it and because of that you know it would definitely show in the end result I know it would and if even if it didn't show to the buyer it certainly would to me and in cases like that what I do is I put them in touch with like another artist who's the right fit for them I think when I started painting I was so um what's the word grateful for for when people said, I like your work, I want to buy it, please will you paint this? I felt like I had to take things on. And I found myself doing that a lot. But it's funny, as your confidence grows as an artist, um, you get the confidence to just say, No, this is not what I do. And it's a good place to be, to know what know where your strength is. Yeah. Well, it's funny, Kevin and I were we sat out in the garden
1: uh last night. Chatting, and he was telling her about his friend's daughter. And I think she's she's either a teenager or twenty, but she's not working full time yet. I think she's uh, doing education, mm. and um, she's really good at drawing. Apparently, she had been drawing some pet portraits, some dogs. She really likes drawing dogs, and um, and she'd actually been selling like a pencil drawing for a really good price. You know, really not what you would expect someone who's you know that age and everything to be, mm. to be selling it for. I'm like, oh, blimey said i said the thing is i said i could do that and he wasn't kevin wasn't saying at all that i should do that um but i could do that no problem and i know i could draw quite detailed pencil drawing nothing but if i did this and i'm sure this would happen i would not enjoy the process at all and i know i would end up stopping drawing and painting that's the
0: danger isn't it it is and
1: it's like i could do that and i I, you know i'd probably get and i'd probably do 10 or 20 of them for people and then it'd be like i'm not touching the paintbrush or drawing again for 10 years it would be it would be be like that it'd be so it would almost be defeating the object because whether you know you're trying to do this for a career or whether it's just for fun either way so if i'm if i'm trying to do this as a career I've basically just killed the career because I never want to pick up the paintbrush again. If I'm doing it as a summit of love, I also, I'm doing the same thing, aren't I? I don't want to do it. I'd hate it's it. That's
0: such a good point you're making there. It really is. Yeah, because you but would. You...
1: you give up quick, don't you? If you don't well, like doing something, you've got to enjoy it as well.
0: Commissions take a long time. And if you're spending a lot of time on a commission, um, you'll, you'll begin to associate drawing with stress. Yeah. Instead of associating it with joy and relaxation, there's a huge difference to how that feels. So, you know, I've done that before, where I've I've worked on something and it's been so stressful that I've stopped painting for six months. Uh, it it just took me that long. Yeah. For me to get back to, into that studio, and that's that's the one where I thought, no, never again. I'm not. I'm never taking on a commission again. Not, not unless it's something I want to do. Then I will.
1: Yeah, it's just, is it worse, that investment, isn't it? That investment of your time. And and I say, if, if you're trying to make a career of it, you're just going to burn out, aren't you? If you keep doing stuff, it's almost like me doing graphic design. You know, you just end up hating it and don't want to do any of it. Exactly, yeah. So, yeah. But I, you, mean, I was going to say, you did, I remember you took on a commission. Um, yeah. I don't know, it, was, it was turquoise or something. I remember Yeah. I so
0: what happened with that one <laughs> well that's the one i was talking about so i uh, you know that's the one i swore would be the last time i ever did a commission after that that was outside what i normally do and it was it was a triptych this person wanted a triptych now i don't know why
1: now you better tell people what a triptych is in case people oh, don't a know triptych is,
0: is like a um it's like a painting that's done on three canvases so it's one image but spread across three canvases so you might have one big one in the middle and then two smaller thin ones on either side but either way it just makes one kind of image and i i don't know what it is about a triptych i i can't bear them Oh. I don't, it's really weird. I just, yeah. I really don't like them. I went into a pub um not long ago that had a triptych on the wall, and I thought, oh no, not a triptych. Oh, <laughs> really weird. you don't
1: like other people's triptychs either.
0: I just don't like triptych oh, okay. paintings I don't like paintings that I think a painting should be on one. <laughs> sorry <laughs> for anyone listening that does triptych. I'm so sorry, but I'm I just in my head. A painting is an image is on one canvas, and I just it just I don't like it when it's on more than oh, one. I don't mind them. No, no, it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Um, anyway, I was asked to do this triptych, which obviously I hated the idea of that straight away. And it was a subject that I just wasn't accustomed to doing. or well, not accustomed, I just didn't feel like doing it, I suppose. It wasn't something I'd ever really... What was it to paint? Uh, I, I can't remember. It was like this seascape. Oh, right, uh, yeah. With uh, you know bubbles floating along now, the bubbles, yes, yeah, fine. Yeah. I love drawing. I love painting bubbles. I just in, I wasn't feeling it. I just was not feeling this. And um do you know, the canvases alone cost me one hundred and fifty quid for these three canvases. So because I'd because I'd bought these canvases, um, because obviously now you know I, I'm not used to paintings usually going wrong. You know, to begin with, when you're starting out, of course paintings go wrong, but now generally speaking they they'll always they work in the end but so I bought these canvases um fought with this blooming painting for weeks before I finally admitted to myself I just hated it I hated everything about it and I decided I'd rather just destroy it than carry on fighting with this thing it just wasn't worth the time and the stress and you know it was a really expensive lesson you know I just had to say to the person you know I'm sorry but this is just it's not working it's not working for me and because of that I I'm gonna have to say no I, I can't I just can't do this and the what I think the worst thing was as well is if anybody I know this is not about commissions and we are going to move on soon but <laughs> if anybody takes on a commission you've got to be really sure what that person wants and this person and it's my fault it's not their fault it's my fault but this person was like, I just really want something really, 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 really bright. I want it bright, bright turquoise, and I I just don't know what I want and what it could be. Something like this, or maybe maybe this, and but I was never clear. I didn't have an image that was clear in my head to begin with. So I I started with a very little idea anyway, and I think that's probably why the whole thing was was just not right. You know, when I did the marble painting, I was really, really clear on what they wanted because that was a big painting that was going to be a lot of time spent and I wanted to make sure I was going to get this thing right. So, yeah, lesson learned, lesson learned. But, But it's not just
1: commissions, is it? I mean, you can have a battle in your own head with what you like painting, but what you think you'd be able to easily sell. Yeah. I mean... There's no harm in exploring other options, is there? So, for example, I love creating faces, those weirdly abstract faces. And you keep suggesting that I try that same style as a building. So do a building, but do it in that really wild colors and maybe doing it bendy or something, which I might try out of curiosity, but just does not excite me in the same way. Yeah, and and it's it's that thing in my head where I think, well, you could be right. Maybe that could sell. Maybe I should do it.
0: But what's that word again? Should. Yes, exactly. It's it's that thing where it, it, I don't know. Where oh, I was... Don't don't listen to me. I don't know what I'm talking no, about. No, <laughs> but s- s- selling
1: out is not the right word, is it? But but it it's that thing where it's just going to become a chore. Hmm. And it's almost yeah. like I was saying about the commissions. It's one of those things where. I'm not careful, I'm going to hate it, and then I'm not going to draw again. It's it's just going to kill it. And, And I think it's so easy to kill what you love, isn't it? Especially at the moment, because if you are trying to make it something that does make you money, it is a real balance, isn't it, between what you think is going to be commercial and then what you think, well, what you know you love doing.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I mean artists they often specialise in a particular subject or genre because they actually love doing it. That's what they love to do. I mean I as as you know, I hate drawing landscapes. I hate drawing landscapes. I've got a landscape up in my loft actually, which I should give to my friend because it's um she lived she moved to Spain and I went out to visit her and I I did I felt like drawing the surroundings because it was so beautiful and I did. I drew just a pencil drawing of um this little rustic old building. And some of those, what are those pointy trees? Those big, long, pointy trees. Are they called cypress trees or poplar trees or something? No idea. But they're really long. They're like yeah. little pointy things. And um, But they're not trees we get around here. And I just really, really loved what I was looking at. And um, I drew just in pencil. I went off with my husband, actually. I can't remember. God, he must have been with me when I was doing that. He must have been so bored. <laughs> it took me a while. But... I'm guessing you were naked as well because it's probably hot. <laughs> Oh, it was sunny. Yeah, I was getting all over tan. I was multitasking. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I drew this this um landscape. Can you imagine me drawing a landscape in pencil? No. But it's really funny because it's it's a really nice drawing and I really like it. To this day, I really like it. But I'd never do it again because I don't like drawing them usually it's just that at that point i just felt like doing it and it was quite early on actually anyway so i was still experimenting i didn't really know what my subject was at the time um over time i realized actually i'm not interested in doing things like that especially not in paint no but you are occasionally
1: you just see something i mean it just you just drawn to draw it aren't you
0: yeah exactly and
1: i don't think you should stop yourself doing that because that is part of drawing from the heart, isn't it?
0: Exactly, exactly. I mean, that's exactly what I mean. This this drawing up in the loft, every time I see it, I'm like, oh, I really like that. It's because I felt like doing it at the time. Now, if I wanted to go and if I um were to go out now and and draw that same landscape, it wouldn't turn out the same because I don't feel like it. I don't really enjoy them. And I and because of that, although I know I can, um, albeit probably not nowhere near as well as i can still last, because I just don't. I don't practice them. I mean, what's the point in developing that further if it's just not a subject I'm interested in, put it that way? And you're the same with the idea of still life, aren't you? You can draw them. But what's the point in keeping that up if it doesn't give you any pleasure? You know, the thing is, drawings you do because you want to will almost always turn out much better than drawings you do because you think you should. And, and you know, it's funny because my husband... Paul he he always says to me that he can tell the difference between a painting I've enjoyed and one I haven't have you how do you find that when you paint something you've enjoyed as opposed to something you look at where you know you didn't well Is yeah there a definitely difference? because there's definitely a difference even like uh for example when I'm doing the
1: faces you know you, you try and find I try and find reference photos that I like to use as a starting point and yeah. some you obviously like more than others and it's to be honest, sometimes it takes as long to try and find a picture that you like as a starting point as it does yeah. to do the thing. And if I find one, is this okay? I think, oh, yeah, I can't look anymore. I'll go with that one. That makes so much difference. And I can almost tell and I can get to a certain point in the drawing and I think, yeah, shouldn't I pick that one? Because yeah. the yeah. feeling's not there almost. The love for it is not there. I used yeah. to be the same with that with school. People, people always say it's so obvious what subjects you like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, and it's important to listen to yourself as well. It's it's that thing where you have
1: to balance out. Now, do I like draw? Say, for example, do I like drawing the faces, and that's why I feel my like thing because I draw them more, and I don't like drawing buildings so much. Just because I find them difficult, is it just because of the difficult element? As in, if I kept at buildings and drew them more and practiced, would I be good at them? And then I would love them. If you know what I mean? Yes, it's hard oh, to I balance. See. Like, so yeah, I, I'm not sure if it's just because you've drawn something and think, oh, I really liked how it's turned out, and that spurred you on. You know how you get praised for things when, when you're younger, yeah. and and that and. But you're almost praising yourself because you like what you've done, so you carry it on. Whereas when I draw a building, for example, it's like, oh, my God, I've got to kind of measure. I don't mean physically measure. but I have to think how many window panes there are. But when I do a face, and it's really, obvious, really weird because some people probably say a face is much harder. When you draw a face, you don't, I don't have to think about
0: that. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. But then, you know, when I did that landscape in pencil, I loved it, but I never wanted to do it now I didn't think oh I really want to keep this up but I do know what you mean I know what you're saying if 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 you're natu- if you're good at something it probably automatically makes you want to do it more but then that's you developing a love for it isn't it
1: yeah I guess so but I mean I still have a thing at the moment as well so even though you found kind of found a star you like and you love like like you saying with the landscape sometimes I still fancy drawing a character yeah. Um, and that is, it. I got to a point with you, didn't I? And I was going, well, I don't know if I should draw a character. Yeah. Because, because it doesn't fit with kind of what I've decided I am. I'm an abstract face person. Um, and you said, do it anyway, because you can still make it fit. And I, sometimes I think when you try things like that, you might find elements of that that you've done within that character that you could apply to what you're doing. Yes. So, you know, I might find, oh, I really love the way I did that character's eye. Maybe I could take that into that, or maybe I've collaged something into the character and maybe I could take that into my other work. So, I think there's still definitely uh, something about experimenting and being prepared to allow yourself to do something. Because, like with that sketch you did of the landscape, mm. you know, you might find that maybe you could use that as a background, for one of your other drawings. You know, you might want to do some landscape and then draw over the top of it or something. Not, I'm not saying you would. I know you would. No. But you know what <laughs> No, Because I, mean? I, <laughs> I keep thinking about taking my life drawings and then drawing over the top of those, you know, using those as collaged elements somehow. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I think this is where it's just important to listen to yourself, isn't it? I mean, if, if one day out of the blue, I suddenly felt like drawing a building, well, then that would be the time for me to do it. And I might even be happy with it. But, I, you know, the important thing is to go where the mood takes you. There's no point in painting something for the wrong reasons, because if anything, you'll feel like you've taken a step backwards rather than forwards. And if you do that too many times, then you're on your way to not wanting to paint at all. And that is not somewhere you want to be, because that's where I found myself after that commission for about six months. It was ridiculous. I just it, it spoilt it for me. So, yeah, definitely just listen to yourself. Yeah. If your heart is telling you to try something, let's say I suddenly feel like painting that building or landscape. Remember, you don't have to necessarily share it. it could be your private project. So not everything needs to be seen if you don't want it to be. So that's another pressure, isn't it? It's like, oh, I, I, I've got to get this right because I'm going to be showing it. Um, on social media you don't have to show everything you do on social media so no I think as we said before as well if you say for example
1: you did start drawing buildings a lot mm. uh, and and then you thought oh, you know actually i do quite like drawing these then you could always set up another social media account if you wanted yeah. for your buildings i'm not saying you necessarily want to but um or you can stick them in your stories because like, i've been doing all this live drawing but well, I don't want the life drawing to be in my normal feed
0: of the faces.
1: So I just stick them in an Instagram story.
0: That's such a good idea. Somebody, I can't remember who it was now, because obviously on my Instagram account, it's all my just kind of my paintings, which are sort of quite realistic paintings. And then I thought it'd be interesting to share the kind of sketches I like to do. As in, like I shared a sketch, just, and I think I said something along the lines as How does a realism painter approach the sketchbook? You might be surprised. And I put this little loose, scribbly sketch on my feed and I looked and I thought, God, this looks so re- really weird in amongst what I normally post and <laughs> I, was, I was a bit uncomfortable about it almost because I just thought, now anyone who's following me for my paintings can look at that and think, what is that? Yeah. And then leave. Um, and somebody actually said to me, because I, I think I might have put a comment underneath saying oh, I wasn't really sure how this was going to go down in my feed and somebody said, you can always share um, different things in your stories and I thought, what a great idea a really good idea
1: yeah and a really good thing they do now as well i'm diverting a bit here but they got you know you can get highlights from your stories you seen those yes yeah but what i didn't realize is that you can keep adding to those highlights so i'd um i'd done some live drawing one day and i'd just put that story as a highlight but then you can go back in and add more so you can have a little circle highlight that says live drawing but then you can keep adding all the live drawing that you do that you put in a story
0: that's so good isn't it yeah yeah yeah. but But a sketchbook is another great way to play and experiment privately and you know you don't have to open your sketchbook and show anybody And I remember when my sketches were evolving from these tight little drawings. I mean, even when we first started drawing together, I was much tighter back then, wasn't I? Oh,
1: yeah, definitely. To,
0: to drawings that are now so loose and energetic, as in to, like you wouldn't believe it was the same person drawing them. I suppose it comes with confidence with your pen, doesn't it, in the end, or confidence to be that way it was, and not to worry about being perfect, you know, just think, oh, this is supposed to be fun, you know.
1: Yeah, I think you we were worried almost that it didn't look Precise because all your stuff was quite precise.
0: Yeah, but and it's finished to- and
1: polished. Yeah, yeah.
0: And it, it was a while before I was confident enough to share that kind of thing because, like you say, I was I was used to only sharing my polished stuff, and and now I feel confident with them. I don't care who sees them, but it was only ever going to be shared when I was ready to share them when I had that confidence in what I was doing.
1: Yeah, I mean, as well, we, we talked about experimenting before, and. I was really worried because, as I said earlier, I've been experimenting with this cool style, this cool abstract face style I've got. But I was worried that if I push it, I'd push it too far. So I started doing stuff that was a lot looser and working wet in wet. And and it's weird because I have this, I have almost like two sides. So I'll do that and I'll have great fun doing it. So I love the process. But then I look at the end result and I think, well, I don't like that as much as I like when I do the more polished ones. Or mm. polished faces. So there's this two things already where that's kind of a bit I find that a bit more fun, probably to do. Or maybe not fun's not the right word. I feel like there's a bit more energy and looseness. Do you know what I mean? When you yeah. it's almost like a rush. <laughs> Which yeah. is weird to say. But I I post them and they almost seem to get a better response on Instagram. It's funny, isn't it? Yeah, maybe. And it's it's hard to it's hard to know then, but I think it's almost important to let yourself do that because I might end up coming to kind of a halfway house there, where I've got the two elements.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it, it, everything naturally evolves anyway. Yeah, no matter what. I mean, I've started sort of an introducing hands into some of my paintings, and I've been absolutely loving that. And it's never it's unheard of for any of my paintings have ever had. Fig- any kind of figurative stuff in them, but I think I'm going to be, I will probably experiment with that more. Do
1: you think um, you'll ever bring a face in, and maybe because I I
0: can imagine a face mm. kind of reflecting. It would have to bit. be a very wrinkly face because I love drawing wrinkles and folds. Yeah, and that's why I liked drawing Paul's hands. Not that he's got wrinkly hands, but he's got like proper workman's. Yeah, you know, rough hands. <laughs> And I love, I love that. I mean, even a tiny little hangnail, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to paint that. <laughs> All those imperfections, I love it. But, you know, I, I want to circle back a, a minute. and I know, I know that you've got probably more to say, but just, just going back to what I was saying earlier about if you paint something for the wrong reasons, you're going to feel like you've taken a step backwards. Whereas if you paint something different for the right reasons, then it will help propel you forwards or it can do. There's nothing worse than feeling like you're going backwards. And you've had this, Tara, haven't you? Lots of times where you've said to me, oh, I feel like I'm going backwards. And so have I when I've been doing things that are different, you know, and it's part of it. But that's not a very nice feeling. So you've got to be careful about why you're doing what you're doing and make sure it's because you feel like doing it. Are you there oh Tara you've gone right anyone listening I think we just need to be honest about this because we are going to be fluffing around trying to think of what we were saying because uh basically Tara's internet just went down so I was babbling along to myself and um Tara couldn't hear me <laughs> but I last... relieved to be perfectly honest oh thanks <laughs> the last thing I remember you saying was that you were talking about allowing yourself to experiment when you want to, try not to worry what anyone thinks, and um, that you were talking about when you um, did, did looser styles of your face. Oh, yeah. Um, but you were worried. Yeah, I was, was worried about
1: it, but people seem to like it. But it's weird because I, I have this battle between what I like, what's a little bit more fun to do, and what I like the end result of. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but also, uh, there's, there's one thing is uh, – Following your heart with the medium you love as well, I think. Because, I mean, I've, I've said before how I worried that using sort of pastels with neocolor that that didn't feel like proper painting, you know, oh. it didn't feel like a proper artist. But, of course, it doesn't really matter, does it, nowadays? And mixed media is so big now anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, but I, am, I do still really want to experiment with it. I was, someone was telling me the other day, um, oh, this was Jenny Mano. She uses neocolors
0: with gesso. Really? Yeah. And I thought, well, that looks quite cool. How does that? I don't understand how that works. Oh, over the top. So she paints the gesso onto the, the page and then she uses no. the colour. No, she actually does some of the opposite. So she does
1: mm. apply it and almost use a gesso instead of water.
0: Well, I've recently, I, I bought some of those um, acrylic gouache, didn't I? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I hate them. It. Yeah. I absolutely hate them. And I know that you have suggested I try using them with the... Um, Joe Ricardo. yeah i mean not that i would be painting with these but in my sketchbook it's quite fun to find new things if i don't get on with that i'm going to send them to you because um you might like them <laughs>
1: they cost a fortune you've got to keep them
0: yourself i know yeah but what's the point yeah what is the point if i'm not going to use them does it really matter well i think just one that of those?
1: we need to find you some more stuff that you don't like that you can send me <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> i get all free materials. Yeah yeah (laughs) but it's a good point what you're saying and you know a lot of people have it in their heads oh a real artist you know uses oil paints and that's an old-fashioned view really I mean yes okay years ago watercolors faded a lot and all the rest of it and their longevity was kind of in question and yes they do still fade to a point if, but if you look after them nowadays they're nothing like they used to be they're much better they're much better in that way and some of the most talented artists i know if you look at someone like carrie waller oh my goodness i mean her 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 watercolors are just stunning i've never they don't seen look anyone like watercolors do they really no i don't think i've ever seen anybody handle watercolors in the way that she is able to handle them um I, you'd have to go and you'd have to go and we'll have to get her on one day. Um, you'll have to have a look, look her up, Carrie Ru- Ruitz Waller. She's amazing. But you know, it's it, you don't have to use oils to be a real artist. It's just I know I use them, but I just use them because I like them. If I didn't like them, I wouldn't use them, I yeah. would do something else.
1: And you can remember as well that you get some people who are making absolute fortunes. And I know this is not just about making art for money, but they're making that by doing what most people would class as a very basic doodle, yeah. and they might be using a marker, or you know, yeah. they could be using they can use those um, oil sticks, but doing something really, really primitive, mm. and that will be selling for way more than someone who's doing some beautifully crafted oil painting. So, yeah, I agree. It, there's, there's absolutely no point. Is they like just doing something because you feel like that is the way you should be doing it if you don't enjoy painting
0: that way. Yeah, I mean I'm not interested in experimenting with mediums particular. Well, certainly not with my paintings, but with, you know, in my sketchbook, yeah. If you're if you're happy with the medium and the style or the subject you paint, there's nothing wrong with sticking to what you love. It's it's bound to evolve naturally, like you're experiencing Torah. And mine I am as well. It, it's bound to evolve naturally as you go. Um regardless of whether you want it to or expect it to and I think it's just best to follow your natural path and don't allow yourself to be pushed in any direction that you don't necessarily want to go because you'll find that you'll stop liking what you do and then you'll probably end up not wanting to paint at all I mean that's what happened to me when I went to art school it was that you know being pushed in to do something a certain way you know I loved doing it before I started that and then by the time I was I was at the point where I abandoned it altogether I was close to abandoning doing any art at all because I you know I was I was constantly oh, I remember this phrase loosen up loosen up it used to drive me mad because why should I why who says I have to loosen up if it's not not a style I want to do who says i have to and that's the thing about art you shouldn't do anything where other people are saying well that's that's wrong that's wrong that's not the right way thing about art is that if everybody painted in the way that everyone else painted then there would be no different styles would there no but i
1: think there is also a flip side to what you were just saying and i totally agree that you shouldn't be pushed any way that you don't want to but also i do think you should be open somewhat to try 100%. things 100% because i mean we we both know from things we told each other that yeah although you may be resistant to something someone suggests initially you may actually end up liking it so there's there's no harm in trying things
0: oh absolutely and I, you know when we look at my sketching i've been very much more open to you know that kind of thing in my sketchbook, and my sketching's loosened up massively. I don't think I could get any looser actually at the moment. Um, but it's that's just come with confidence. But that's something. Um, I'm i mean, we, I've always wanted to try and loosen up in my sketchbook, and and that happened over time anyway. But as when my painting's concerned, I don't want to. I, I've found the style I like to do, and I don't want to. it. Would almost be like, you know, you doing your abstract paintings and somebody else saying to you yes but you should be doing those in oils yeah why
1: do you well, know what i mean yeah well someone did actually suggest something to me the yeah. other day i won't, i won't say a name and it wasn't done in a bad way yeah, no it way. was just someone made, made a suggestion i just almost like you with your you when you say no i don't want to loosen up i just said no <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do
0: that. Were you folding your arms in disgust no, at the no. time?
1: <laughs> <laughs> they, made a, they made a suggestion. They I mean, weren't making it as in, uh, I don't like what you're doing.
0: They were just, oh, have you ever thought of
1: this? But it was just something totally opposite to almost what I was doing. Yeah. And yeah. I like, no,
0: I don't want to do that. Well, no, you're an immediate kind of person, aren't you? And and oils are certainly not immediate. No. If anything, uh, yeah, acrylics or something. I don't like those because they dry too much. But, you know, I, I just know how i enjoy painting and i'm really glad that i was defiant about that because you know as far as i was concerned this was my art my rules and that's what makes us all unique from each other you know um it's great to be inspired by other people but don't let anybody tell you what you should be doing allow people to say something like you you just said tara and then think about it and you know you might want to just think oh or don't so think I might about it. Try that. <laughs> or I reject might it. Try that. Yeah. But you don't have to. If it sounds like fun and it's a good suggestion, then great. I mean, how many times have we, like you say, suggested stuff to each other? You know, yeah. try this pen or try that, and it's it's great because if you do listen, sometimes it can lead to great things. You know. Yeah. There's, I've, I've talked about this before, I think, but there's a girl I was at college with,
1: and she actually she actually dropped out and went and did something completely different, mm. because she. These really beautiful, detailed baro drawings, like yeah, so so detailed, just loads, loads and loads of different lines, and it was a real sort of qu- kind of quirky style as well. Mm. But they pushed her to be more experimental, but she just wanted to do these baro drawings, and it ended up screwing with her head. And I, I reckon that's probably one of the reasons she didn't pursue it in the end.
0: It's such a shame when that yeah. happens. It really is. It's. Uh, do you remember? We interviewed Callum. Do you remember Callum? Yes.
1: Yes. Well, you interviewed Callum, didn't you? It was just, uh, just you two. Oh, yeah. What was? Where were you? No, oh, I think it was were? just the um, tech for some reason. I
0: can't remember, or that I oh, was right. on holiday. Yeah, yeah. And he, he was one of the contestants. His name's Callum Stevens, by the way. His, he was one of the contestants in the BBC. What was that called?
1: Just Artists
0: of the year or something, wasn't it? No, or, no, 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 that wasn't portrait. No, it not, not portrait. Artistry. It was just no, no, it wasn't. It was something else, it was something other art show. But they were really big into experimenting, and he was a realism painter. Um, well, he does similar sort of style to me, I suppose. And and it was funny because, like, they were getting, I oh, don't get me wrong, I'd love to do this for a laugh, uh, and you would love it, Tara. They were doing things like. You know, you've got to draw this with a mop and some paint, and they're they like actually the really, would I? <laughs> really wild. And it, you know, sometimes they were having to wear like plastic trousers to stop them getting so messy. Yeah, no, you'd hate that, and um I wouldn't like that either. But I imagine that would be really good fun. But I remember saying to him in this interview, you know, how did, how has it affected your art? You know, overall, it, have you continued to be more experimental? And his flat answer, I think, was no. No, No, it hasn't done me any favours at all. And, you know, uh, it's just not me. And it it was funny because I did, I remember watching him thinking, you are so brave doing this show because he clearly could paint really, really well. And yet, because they were asking him to paint something and in a style that was so, so far from what he enjoyed painting generally, I suppose you could say as as a viewer, you might think, well, he's not, you know, he, he can't, paint very well but the point is he really could but it's just that he was brave and he went on there and he tried all this stuff but he very quickly realized this is just not me and i really admired him for that i think actually in the end i think he came second if i can't if, remember I, I can't remember interesting interview though if anyone um is wondering what on earth i'm on about his name's callum stephen if you could um have a look back at his interview he's he's really good um i think that's about it isn't it apart
1: from i guess overall just to say Follow your heart and do things that you enjoy, and you'll probably find that you'll create a lot more and your art will probably look a lot better as well.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh so we've got the previous question, which was what memorable responses have you had to your work? So I've got Kate Polisek and she says, Is it upside down? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've got Arwen Volks from a mum. After her son had read my book, Rupert's Black Dog, which is about a boy's journey through anxiety and depression, saved Byron's life, literally. After reading it, he stopped talking about killing himself and started asking for help. That's amazing, isn't it? Wow, wow, wow. That is absolutely something else, isn't it? Yeah. So I've got Fuzzy Sketchbook
1: um, on Instagram, and she says, they talk to me. They meant the sketches taught to them. Complete stranger on the subway about three years ago. Now, that's amazing, isn't it, as well?
0: Yeah, yeah, it really is. I've got magma art, or is it mag mag art, sorry, or mag grey, I think that is. I did a portrait of a big, hairy, bearded guy in oils just to see if I could do it. I used to tell everyone it was relative. And when they said, really, I'd say, nope. He looked like Rasputin, and I still have the thing somewhere. (laughs) I've got
1: Jamek Art Call I've been experimenting using the model's favourite colours for portraits just to make something personal just for fun as well as much as anything anyway there was someone who just did not get it and insisted that I should be using realistic colours and there was no way apparently of explaining that that wasn't my goal it's that word
0: again isn't it Should should she was doing art from the heart as well wasn't she exactly Yeah. yeah Michael Beckett, there have been a couple of times when someone has bought a piece from me and they described it as speaking to me. I love hearing that. Also, the kaching is quite memorable when it actually when someone <laughs> actually buys one. That happens on my phone if somebody buys from, uh, painting from my website, yeah. um, and I get this little ka-ching. It's great. Right. <laughs> well, now we did have a couple more, but I'm going to sh- say... I'm going to have a crack at the one that you can couldn't, couldn't do, and I bet I okay. won't to do it either. But I'll have a go.
1: <laughs> Serena Siggin. Sige- oh God, I can't even do that. <laughs> See, I've got Serena Siginthala Brown. Not a positive one, but I'll never forget a woman getting really frustrated and telling me that what I'd done was about. It was a religious theme. And I was getting, oh, and she was getting particularly grumpy with me. Oh, God, I can't do it either. <laughs> try again. Serena Sigethan, Serena Sigenthala Brown. It was not a positive one, but I'll never forget a woman getting frustrated telling me. What a painting I'd done was about. It was a religious theme, and she was getting particularly grumpy with me. And I said that wasn't my intention, but it's interesting that she saw it that way. It was a painting about of a woman with bat wings and a pet dragon. She was adamant it was Saint Michael.
0: <laughs> well done. <laughs> I might not edit that. I might just let people listen to you fumble around.
1: (laughs) I know you won't edit it out because you tell me every time that you can edit stuff out. I'll edit that out. I will.
0: (laughs) So we have a brand new question for you, which is, if you had a painting fairy, what would you like the most help with and why? So Tara, what's your answer? They were just all the clearing up. Oh, that's the same as me. I put um, that. Well, that's what but, everybody's
1: going to say, isn't it?
0: No, okay. Apart from that, then, if you had a painting, fairy, apart from cleaning up. Oh, they would also be excellent at
1: marketing. So they would market all yeah. my work and it would sell for thousands or millions.
0: Oh, wouldn't it be amazing? Yes. You share it with me if that happens. No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I, I've put cleaning my brushes and my studio. Oh. That's a yeah. bit feeble, isn't it? Well, no, because cleaning brushes, I'll tell you what, that's the only thing about painting with oils. It's a pain in the bum, it really is. Did you know I'm what a-
1: else you need a, a fairy for? Painting fairy. For what? disinfecting the chair that you've sat in when you're naked.
0: <laughs> How dirty do you think I am? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I have got knickers on, you're fine. i am got <laughs> naked. yeah well i was naked then we had that brief moment where we came off the internet so i went and made myself a drink i thought before i go downstairs where all the windows are i better put something on (laughs) as always you can tweet us your answers at kick creatives or let us
1: know in the facebook group which if you haven't joined i suggest you do we'll put the question up there and also on the facebook page and of course also on instagram which is Kickin' the creatives
0: So I hope that gave you the kick in the creatives you needed. And don't forget to pop over to our website at kickinthecreatives.com to find out how you can take part in some of our upcoming creative challenges. And, of course, there you can also subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And if you're enjoying the podcast, we'd be so grateful if you would leave us a little review on iPhone. On iPhone? On iTunes. (laughs) Or even just a star rating if you don't have much time. Five star rating. Do you know what we should do, Tara? those last two bits we should just pre-record we should
1: do yeah <laughs> oh and it's me and also don't forget to check out and subscribe to our kicking the creative youtube channel where we create art tips videos
0: and if you enjoy what we do and you'd like to help support us here at kicking the creative so i can afford to buy some clothes you can now support <laughs> us by buying us a coffee and you can find the link on our website but that's it. That's it for today. We've got some more great episodes coming up. So um, listen out for those. And we will see you next time. See you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. And if you did, perhaps you'd like to share it and leave a review for us on iTunes. Back soon. Oh, do you know, it's really weird at the moment because... Paul and I decided the other day that we really needed to do something different because obviously this year is just... We're not ins- kinkier, are we? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I don't know, unless you count a mask and... Yeah, there anyway. you go. Anyway. <laughs> not a positive one, but one I'll never forget. A woman getting very frustrated telling me what a painting I had done was about. In brackets, she's put religious theme. And getting particularly grumpy with me when I... Oh, no. <laughs> it's all your fault. I don't you... No, I don't know who that is. <laughs> Let's just let it ring no, off. Or do you want to answer I... no, it? We we yeah, it? We can all listen in. We can all listen in. No idea who that was. Do you know? Do you realise everything about this that's gone wrong is... What well, that it always fault does, doesn't it? <laughs> it's all been your <laughs> fault for a change, though, and not mine. It's amazing. Anyway, right.